0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 16-123. 116 That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The talk Sport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via Apple participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and time supply, see mcdonalds.com.
0: Well, welcome everybody to Forever Bristol City Podcast. We're recording it on the Sunday evening after the uh, lunchtime kickoff at Ashton Gate, where it finished City nil. Sorry, what am I talking about? City one. I to forget the one. Norwich City uh, two. I think that's now just one win in fourteen against the Canaries, and the second time they've done us over. On our own uh on our own ground um joining me i'm delighted i've got neil who's sat with me so if you're watching this on youtube you can see us we're doing our own version of saint and Greavesy, not uh and then uh, in the little screens at the bottom uh mark tovey and his email marcos shoe collection and ian with a shirt that is signed shirts in the frame behind him correct me if i'm wrong with this it's signed shirts from the city portsmouth game april the 20th 1976 one from each side isn't it yeah
2: yeah point point points for anybody you can tell me who signed the pompey shirts uh chris I, bet one of them was
3: owen, I bet one of them was owen hand yeah chris Kamara. chris Kamara.
2: yeah can he sign one
3: because he yeah. played in that game he
2: that's he why he signed it mark
3: yeah well i you know as good a reason as any yeah ian st john was the manager of portsmouth then as well he signed it as well yeah yeah, i got hey, safe, I got to
0: see. S- 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 anyway. Yeah, there you listen. are. I when when it's a Saturday and there's not a lot to do, do you realize that 118 years ago yesterday, that's December the second, nineteen oh five, City beat Burnley 2-0, and that was their 14th win in succession i don't know whether that's a record that has been beaten but it was it was the yes it was still,
3: it's still it's still a football league record held jointly by city uh preston 1950 to 51 and manchester united the season before city got it in 1904 05. There it, you go. by manchester city yeah well it was when we played burnley ashley barnes was playing from then so he's obviously <laughs> a good one but um yeah. no it's been beaten by manchester city it was i can't remember was it 17-18 or 1890 they won 18 consecutive games but it's a football league record it still stands yeah but all yeah. The, all achieved it, 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 it as as second division clubs so
0: there
4: we go and that, that season one.
3: we actually lost the
0: first game at home to uh, Man manchester united. united we lost two games all season but anyway we're not here to talk about the past neither are we here to sugarcoat this afternoon's action. Was it disappointing, of course? Uh, as I do with uh, you chaps after every game, your thoughts as you walked away from the ground. Uh, you first, Ian. Quick 30 seconds on uh, what you saw today.
2: I was very disappointed. Um, it, it troubles me that that's three consecutive second halves where we've been really poor. Um, yeah, still, you look at the stats of the game, um and they're they're quite good dominated possession shots on target shots so um looking at the game had we taken our chances in the first half when we were good at the end of the first half for about 10 to 15 minutes i thought we could I, well we could and should have won the game but as, uh, as mark was saying earlier on before we went live we can't score goals. Um, And that's something that Liam Manning, I think the only way I can see him fixing it is a tweak in formation or activity in the January window. Okay.
0: Okay. Mark, uh, your, your thoughts. I mean, that was Norwich's third win in four. I think they came into this with one of the worst defences in the league and there was talk that uh, Wagner was uh, going to be on his way out if he'd lost that one.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, very, very possibly, but it was a, a drab game uh, between what looked like two mid-table teams, where City's possession football was um, moaned at by pe- you know people around me. It was a lack of a, a lack of atmosphere. City really just didn't build on their on their first first half showing. The last 20, 25 minutes had a good tempo, no tempo in the second half. The lack of goals is worrying. I think it's six in the last eight three of those against Middlesbrough that's why we, we were in that position and 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 blew it in yeah, the end two hard. two soft two soft goals conceded but Norwich weren't anything special and I think that's the worrying thing that we should have killed them off before before that uh, and and we, we we committed the cardinal sin again whenever we we top the possession stats in a game we'd struggle we struggle to break down teams, but that's because of our poor decision making in the final third and lack of shots.
0: Yeah. Neil, you had a bit of a melt on WhatsApp when we were communicating after uh, the game. You didn't think it was so bad the first half. Yeah. But um, what, what, what are your thoughts now having calmed down a bit maybe or not? I was just,
4: I was just angry. I
0: was just angry. I'm angry about
4: the way that we've conceded those last four goals because the last four goals at home, have all of them have been individually avoidable. Mm. And there's this lack of intensity when it comes to defending at the moment. Under Pearson, you know, the one thing that we could say that we did, okay, we didn't create anything and we'll get to this game and the way in which we seem to be creating more. Not taking them, but we seem to be creating Mm -hmm. more. But defensively-wise, we're losing... I would arguably say losing more of the 50-50s in the physical challenge, mm-hmm. the physicality of the game. And individual errors are creeping in. Mm-hmm. And realistically, before, there was an intensity to the way we actually defended in the sense that we would the get the ball, break on it. So it was like defend, 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 defend break. Now we're seeing examples of us switching off um, in games and players switching off. It wasn't just you know, if, if we talk about Viner for just 10 seconds while we get into the yeah. game. Viner, okay, we, we'll talk about their winner, but in the first half, long ball over the top and he just switched off. Ashley Barnes almost scored. Yeah. About two or three challenges down the right-hand side. He's going in, trying to make tackles, losing out. They're getting round the back of him. His head isn't in the right place at the well, moment. I would say Viner. I, he's like the Viner of two, three years yeah. ago at the moment. And when you say Still about, a good player.
0: Yeah. But when you say Head's didn't. not being in the right place at the moment, I think that extends to maybe some other players as well. Because, I think, you know, just chucking one name in there, Tommy Conway. Ian, back to you mm. for the starting lineup. I mean, sick note Naismith out. So it was logical to bring back uh, Cam at left back. I mean, BBC had it listed as a 3 4 3. And I know formations are fluid but uh pring coming apart do you think maybe call it was worth a start i mean uh, he, he, he bought andy weimann back
2: why indeed um on my view on andy is that he's, he shot his bolt um I, I he did a couple of things that were okay but uh it sounds it looks to me like Liam manning needs to sit down with somebody like brian tinian um who can tell him where people can play and where they can't play and what we've tried before. Because with all respect to him, he won't know what we've tried before. And we tried uh, Vyman wide right. We've tried him wide left. The only place he can play is down the middle behind two strikers, which is where he was successful when he scored all those goals and got all those assists. When we had Semenyo and Martin up front, And they, between the three of them, they created an awful lot of goals for themselves. Now, at that point, we could score goals, but we couldn't defend. So after they left, we went the other way, uh, where I think they got, the season the WSM were going, we scored 70-odd. And ever since then, we've got 50-odd. Because you can't sell quality players like Semenyo and not lose out. And that's what we've done. I, I... uh, put a team up on Twitter or X if you prefer um, this week and it was in a 4-1-3-2 formation which allowed you to play with the three players behind the strikers and play two Until I think until he starts doing that, we're not going to start scoring because none of our strikers are suited to a one. Uh, Knight is trying to get forward and play next to Conway sometimes and that worked okay sometimes in the second half Um but no, I I didn't like the lineup. It was, uh, I mean, there's uh, for me it was more or less four four one one with yeah. Knight trying to help Conway out. Vyman yeah. on the left. uh sorry, yeah. Sykes on the left to start with. Vyman on the right where he can't play. Sykes is better on the right, but he put him on the left, and then Sykes moved over to the right and got the cross in for the goal and to create another chance. Then he moved him back to the left again. So I'm sorry that that is something that is avoidable and we shouldn't do it. And he's seen enough of them now to know where they should be best. But once again, I think it'd be, be a great idea and I would hope he's done it. Sit down with Brian Tinney and say, well, I'm thinking of trying this and Brian can say, well, we tried that 10 games ago, Gaffer. Okay. And it really, it really didn't work. And it stank a bit, to be honest. So he's got some decisions to make about people out there. I don't think Andy's going to get any better. Um, and I don't think the team will get any better scoring goals until we've got a proper centre forward and somebody playing next to him. That's that's just my opinion. I might be completely wrong. But when I see Tanner putting some fantastic crosses and whipped across the box, he did the same thing down at Southampton when he was one of our best players. There's nobody in there, hardly.
0: No. So All right.
2: in, unless it's the most perfect cross ever... And it, it lands on Conway. And at the moment, the way Tom is playing, if it lands on his foot, he's likely to, you know, hit it straight at the keeper, like he did wow. with one in the second half. It was, like a, it was like a pass back when he cut him from the left, when he had that run. So, you know, I, I don't know where his lack of form or he, he needs some company up front, but I don't see, think you'll see the best of him until he's got a strike partner. Hopefully, Naki in a couple of weeks' time, well, but hopefully. we don't know that.
0: Mark, uh, Neil said some of the players, well, Viner in particular, I said add Conway to that list as well, which picks up on what Ian uh, said. I think somebody said on one of the forums this week he's missing his flatmate, Alex Scott. But, uh, you know, the the team, the the squad is threadbare. The team picks itself. Did you expect it to be any different to what it was at the start uh, today?
3: No, not really. I mean, The Andy Byman thing is, yeah, he's completely wasted there. And just go back to what Ian said. You think Liam Manning being a details man would have looked at DVDs or streams of the games. Uh, You know, he would have spent time doing that because of, you know, the way he's come across and what we know about him. You'd think that he would have looked at uh, quite a few highlights of our games to see where players are playing, where he thinks they could be most effective, as well as talking to the coaches. But. It's much of a muchness at the moment because I can't see Harry Cornick starting to, uh, doing anything because when he comes on, he doesn't add a lot except for his long throws. Mometti, really, uh, just nothing there. He, he's he failing can't, every audition, Mark, isn't well, he? He can't, he can't beat players. It, w- when he's faced up by defenders, he can't beat them. He needs a few yards of space to run into. You're not going to get that when you're the home team and to play teams are sat in. He needs the space to run into and he's not always going to get that. Uh, it's got to be pass and move, pass and move. But yeah, there's not, you know, with the players available, there's not a lot he can do at the moment, is there? There's not a lot he can change, but it's just that lack of tempo because it looked very good for 20 minutes uh, 20, 25 minutes of the first half. We just didn't see that repeating in the second half at all. No. Uh, although, you know, Norwich sat in, but we, you've got to move them around. You've got to do something a bit different. Players like Cam Pring, you want them getting to the byline. You, you didn't push mm-hmm. the ball on, try and take defenders on. Just somebody, you know, tr- take dribble into the area, invite a tackle. You know, you, you, you could get a penalty. You don't know. Just to play a one-two, have a mm-hmm. go be a bit yeah. braver they did that in the first half not at all in the second yeah
0: I mean I thought the first half was not unlike the
3: uh Borough game other than the fact
0: we got just the one goal not the two I mean there were uh, chances and let's get into the action uh, Neil Taylor Gardner Hickman um he was shaping to shoot in the same position he did against Borough that was a good effort and uh, a decent save. how did you rate his performance overall today TGH
4: I thought he was good in, in the middle of the park. I mean, it goes—you know—some of the substitutions. I just, oh, despair. I don't. I, I just don't quite get. But from where I was over in the lower landstand today, mm. it was Thomas Sally's operation. So with even though he wasn't there today, I swapped from a dolman. So I was in row eight, so I was quite close compared to row thirty-two, where I'm normally up in the gods. And and just watching it sort of close up, what struck me is we got right-footed players playing on the left. Left-footed players playing on the right, you know the whole body shape of them the whole time is basically we're going to come inside. Mm. It became obvious the whole time we we're going to come inside. And yeah, we had some nice movement off, some nice triangles that we were running that enabled mm-hmm. us to get into the middle. And Sykes had an early chance, like you said, and mm. and Gardner Hitman did a you know a nice shot and everything like that. But it was too predictable. Yeah. And also people's
0: shapes were well their body position out. because we've being Sykes body right positions a yeah. couple of times you let the ball run out. And it was just that he was But this was done to accommodate bloody Andy Vyman, who did do the, assist he, to took the bell, assist. he took bell out, didn't he? He swapped and he swapped, he took but yeah, but he swapped. We had our best football, as Ian said, when Sykes played for a section of the game on that right-hand side. Well, we scored the goal, didn't we? Yeah. The,
4: two minutes after he, <laughs> he put him on his right no. side, suddenly you get, he's about the only time we get to the byline and he, he whips the cross in and forces the keeper to to parry out leading to the goal. Mm. But uh, but uh, today it was like, I don't know whether he's been thinking, right, well, what I'll do is I'll put these players in and they can come inside. Because he, he did the same thing with Hermetti in the second half. You know When he mm. came on, played him on the right. But he's all left
3: foot.
4: Mm. So you're not going to get anything, any width or anything there at all. And it was all congested
3: down the middle. And I think mm. he made you know, it he's actually right. He's M- M- Metti, forgive me, Mimetti is right footed, isn't he, Ian? Because he played him on the yeah. left. played on the left. He's right footed. He, he, his normal problem is that he tries to come back inside onto his right foot and, and he gets uh, caught in possession well, like, like last, he did against Macampton. Last,
4: last, last game against Borough, when you saw him dribbling forward, Mark, Mm -hmm. it was left 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 and then he shot with his left
3: oh right but Uh what i see normally favors his right foot you played on the left i get get
4: it it's just if mimetti is a wide player isn't he? you don't want to inside you've already got Knight playing inside and you've got other players playing inside you want to create the width and
2: when we're playing with that that, in fairness in fairness that's, that's 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 been a problem for a long time. Mm. That's, that Weren't just today. I mean, Mimetti normally lines up on the left, you're right. Um, but he is right footed and he comes in on his right too much and that makes us narrow. Um, so it's the same as having Sykes on the left. Sykes is naturally right footed. So put him on the left is, I think, I mean, I know what they're looking for to for him to cut in and shoot. And he did that once or twice. But that's not a good enough reason for putting him over there. Yeah. And then you finish up. Campering doesn't get forward as much as he used to. And so you then uh, miss out on crosses, albeit uh, over the 90 minutes, we put in 10 more crosses than, um, than Norwich. And we also played more than double the passes forward. And that's a stat I honestly can't believe, but it is a stat. Yeah. We played forward 363 times. And they pass forward 188, but I think there's, to be honest, we're we're more affected than ours. Yeah.
0: Okay. I want to stick with you, Ian. And we like to include what people are saying on the uh, the, the, the the chat that we can see here on the on the platform. Uh, ben Parker, Ian, just deal with this one. Too much talk about formation going too up top may solve one problem, but could easily create more problems. How does it look out of possession? Where does the width come from, Ian? Do you want to pick that up?
2: The 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 width comes from the the players that you play wide if you've got two up top. So in in the uh, the team that I suggested or or thought might be an idea to give us more up top, Sykes was it was a remember the attacking bit was a three two, so Sykes was wide on the left. Knight was wide, uh, or the wider player on the left of that, which is where he played a lot second half today. And in the middle was Taylor Gardner-Hickman because of his height, his tackling, and he can break up play and shoot. And the two up front were Cornick and Conway. So that way you've got a five-man press and you've got the width of those two players. Now, that's Knight plays in that position for the Republic of Ireland. Now, I I know they haven't been wildly successful, the Republic of Ireland. That's why they're changing their manager. But... um, you know, there's another comment on there from somebody saying, well, I don't, don't, don't think the players are good enough. Well, you're probably right. But at the moment, Liam Manning can't change the players unless we've got some guys that are red hot in the academy or he knows some, some really good free agents. He's stuck with what he's got until January the 1st. So that's how you solve your width. And the other way you get your width is... With those three there in the two up top, holding the ball up in the final third, it gives you the ability to get your fullbacks up around the outside, Campering and George Tanner. So, and we know that on, on a good day, they can both cross the ball. Uh, and I, I don't think that would be an out the way thing to do. And I think you'd see a much better Tommy Conway and a much better Harry Cornick. Until such time as in January, we might be able to go out and get a nine who can hold the ball up on his chest or in the air get flick-ons and then you can put any of our strikers next to that player but none of them are that player and they're they're just not you know they're not physically up to it
0: and that's a problem that has been there all season we've got six forwards but too much of the same mark let's get uh, back into exactly that get into more of the action um i thought a good player for them was the midfielder sara he set up that uh chance that Ashley Barnes plays over the top. And then uh, we forgot to mention Hernandez uh, Mm -hmm. cracked a shot against the post. But uh, Mark, the goal on 34 minutes, um, it was originated by uh, Knight, who fed Vyman. Take us through the goal as you saw it.
3: Uh, Well, I I just know that it was a couple of passes and it was was played out to uh, Mark Sykes, who played a a great ball. I think it was a cross come shot. That gun got a crop down to his right, and he pushed it out. And Knight was following in. And what he did was he kept his knee over the ball and hit the ball down yeah. as he as he hit through the ball. So he kept the ball he kept the ball low. Uh, and I think Tommy Conway was on the line and jumped out of the way he wouldn't have been offside. But yeah, it was a great finish because he, you know he, we had a, a player coming in to pick up the loose ball, and the technique was fantastic. Yeah. Hit down through the ball, straight as a die. Right into the uh, the far corner. Yeah. So yeah, you good said goal. about
0: Tommy Conway, Mark. I, I noticed that. So he was because he's on the he he was behind the goal line as I saw it in the replay, behind the goal line when the ball was struck. So is he yeah, he was. Would, would he have been offside if he was standing on the field of
3: play? I think he but he he, he wasn't I don't think he would have been he was offside in that in that phase of play. If he'd have touched the ball in, then he may have been offside if there was no other player goal side uh uh but well, there wouldn't have been another player goal side unless there had been another player on the line so that would have complicated it but no he didn't touch the ball he wasn't interfering with play so it's a goal mm. but great finish by jason by jason knight because yeah. we don't see that enough we don't see players you know players get, get, picking up those loose balls and being a fox in the box that's what we lack sometimes. I mean, going back to Andy Vorman, that's what he did a lot of. You know, just clicking those loose yeah. balls up in the it'd box in and whacking the, them in. in yeah, it he buried game.
0: it. I mean, that that goal, we were. I think we were worthy of the lead, although we've just described earlier the Hernandez post and Barnes shooting over. But uh, just after the goal, uh, Neil um, Sykes again provider for Conway. That's what three one on ones he's had now in eight days. Because he had one against Borough. Burrow. That one. Bought a save from the goalkeeper, but would, would we be expecting more? Well, there was a chance beforehand as well,
4: um, a couple of minutes beforehand, when he got through on the left hand side and he drove towards, he looked up, saw that there was nothing on, drove towards the box. And he had Duffy in front of him, mm. who's a bit of a man mountain, isn't it? it Who is a man mountain, but still. And he literally side footed past it. To mm. gun from the edge of the box, and yes. Uh, yes, and, I, I remember. and I and I turned to my wife at the time, and I just went, "He's so lacking in confidence in that in that moment." You could just see he's through, he's attacking, he passes, but then straight after what he did to his credit, beautiful run mm. that sides. So I've seen it back, beautiful run in there. Again, it's just the composure in that situation because arguably he's running there. You open up your body, you're on your left yeah. foot. And you, you shoot with your left rather than with your right. You go with your right. Mm. You've got to go near, po- yeah. near yeah, post yeah. rather than across because otherwise Gun's a big keeper mm. and he's going to cover it. But the annoying thing about Conway at the moment is he's actually getting in the positions. Mm. And if you were managing him and you were looking at his body language, you'd be saying, but you know, even the one that Ian alluded to in the second half, he is getting in the positions. Yeah, it's just in those positions, he, he just looks shorn of confidence. But this, but, this, but those wise. three,
0: those three that he's in inverted commas missed this oh, week. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. on another, is that confidence or it's, it just shows the fine margins? Because in another day, yeah. he could have got three goals in a week, and then you're mm-hmm. talking about uh, a, a saleable asset come January. Whereas at the moment, you know, well, he misses it, and the pressure comes on us. And the pressure comes
4: on because it stays at one i I look at his body language. I don't think he likes playing up top by himself. Mm. I, th- I think in his body language, I I don't know him as a person, but maybe he's quite quiet, quite a shy person or whatever. But naturally, if you're at there and you're at the forefront, when, it, when he's there by himself, I mean, Ian's obviously spoken in depth in the past about him playing alongside somebody. Maybe someone like Naki alongside him almost as, you know, be the mentally the stronger person in that situation, mm. because he doesn't look strong mentally at the moment. Mm. You know, he's making the runs, he's yeah. on the pitch, he's a presence, he's getting the opportunities, but mentally in front of goal at the moment, it's he's not there, is he? Mm. He's not there.
0: I, Ian, I'm sure you want to add to that as well, but also um, Jason Knight, what a performance from him just after that save from Conway. For a little bloke, he gets in a few headers. That one was tipped over the top by uh, his Andy Gunn, son of Bryn, the former goalkeeper. Isn't that? Is that right, Angus? Yeah, Gunn. Angus Gunn. Sorry, Angus Gunn. But um, you know, t- talk about Conway, this confidence thing. Because yeah, I said three chances this week. He's a hero if he converts all three, and they're not like blazing over an open goal. Because I think three good saves from the goalkeeper in the one-on-ones. Or am I being too generous with praise there?
2: Well, there's two elements. One is it's how well he finishes and how well the goalkeeper does. And, and I don't think the goalkeeper had a lot to do, really. I mean, he just came out and told me hit him with the ball. You know, it wasn't like he had to dive or, or uh, stretch or anything like that. Um, I Yeah, I think he's lacking confidence. And, and as I said earlier on, all of our strikers are better in a two. In the best two that we've got, you know, all things being equal, form, fitness and all the rest of it. Or wells in conway and bear in mind either of those could play next to a i i'll say a target man but when i say that i don't mean a head on a stick i mean someone who, who's big physically strong and can hold the ball up when centre-half try and come through him from behind on the ground or in the air mm-hmm. now um you know we don't lose out a lot because of our lack of height and physicality you can tell that from. Uh, how well we defend set pieces in corners most of the time but we, uh, we think that's one area we seriously lose out in is retaining the ball to build pressure in the final third and to be able to play some uh, forwards but no doubt there's some talent there but there's a real that like, you go through all of the players up front and there's a real lack of physicality they're not going to frighten you physically they might frighten you with their pace but I wouldn't be too worried about that because if you go into a low block, we can't play the ball in behind, which makes people like Sam Bell and Anis Mametti quite ineffective. Um, and to a degree, Tommy as well. So none of that's changed since, and I wouldn't expect it to in four games. And I don't think, to be honest, Liam Manning is going to be able to change it until he's had, until he's had two windows. Um so uh hang on we've got a screen freeze here aren't we yeah either either, either that or um, cryogenic
3: suspension oh you're back
2: (laughs) yeah we're back in the room right then um (laughs) i mean just just the point this has been well made on here by benny uh regardless of the result that was boring to watch and the atmosphere reflects what we watch on the pitch very predictable couldn't agree more it was boring um, and I'm surprised at the stats, how many shots we had on target, because I couldn't remember that many. Um, and it, it was it, it, it is a bit sideways backward, sideways forward. It, it That's the way possession football works. When you've got all the managers doing the same, they kind of counteract each other, don't they? Yeah. So um, we, we need to raise the excitement levels because you can you know, talk all you like about singing wow. sections and all the rest of it you'd have to be you you'd have to be a little bit um deranged to find that an exciting game to sit sing and shout and cheer about because well, just, second half
0: second half most definitely I,
2: second second half i i just i could have fallen asleep yeah that, that was just, it's funny because my being... um
3: my friend paul did <laughs> Easily done. easily done easily done easily <laughs> right, done let's get into the second half but he was working we're... till midnight last night
0: yeah. we're, we're winning we're winning we're, we're going to at half time winning one nil um you know we've done that we've been in front against uh against borough and then we've done a damn good first half performance against southampton didn't get the goal that performance deserved only got the one goal could easily have been two like it was against borough mark were you uh, having some trepidation about Start of the second half because uh, if you take the two Middlesbrough goals and the Southampton one, first ten minutes we're not quick enough out of the block, so are we? It seems as though we put that right, although the goal came fifteen minutes after the restart, the equaliser.
3: Yeah, well, it is just down down to discipline, isn't it? I mean, uh, the manager won't tell the players to drop their tempo, so I don't know what what's going on there. There really, I don't know if Norwich did did a lot a lot different. Than they did it. Than they did in the first half, but they they forced quite a few corners. I remember at the start of the second half that we defended mm. quite easily and throughout the game, they didn't really offer uh, you know any clear cut shooting opportunities after those early ones. Uh, that early chance for um, Barnes that was offside and uh, Hernandez uh, cross shot that hit the ins- hit the inside of the post that came out. So yeah, we always worry when we're Bristol City because you know we dropped uh, we, we, you know two games. We lost three two at home and, uh, to Stoke and uh, blew a two goal lead against um, against Middlesbrough. So you're always going to be concerned whatever the score is. But yeah, really? I mean, again, it was it's just that that lack of that lack of tempo uh, that we had because we. we because we started the game poorly and we built up really good tempo. We passed the ball around really well uh, for the second half of the first half and you wanted to see that continue. And it didn't. That was a disappointment. It didn't. It, didn't. It, didn't. it didn't.
0: I mean, Neil, um, looking at the, the equalising goal, that Sarah again. I've seen the replay a couple of times from behind the goal and he's got bags of space out there and Matty James, who ever dependable in midfield, but, you know, not having any pace, he sort of, he goes to make a step forward to Sarah, but Sarah's released the ball to that far side. So, again, taking an individual player and your thoughts on the goal, how do you rate Matty James today? Uh, and should we have done better with that goal or was it just unfortunate that it hit, it hit Tanner? Because Max looked like he had it covered, didn't he? Well, I think there's two questions there. Two right? questions. Two questions there. Matty James they
4: looked comfortable, but then everybody looked comfortable. As soon as they got this goal... They okay. just sat back and they were saying in for the 1-1. Yeah. They would have been happy with the 1-1. They didn't really. Yeah. When they were breaking on us, there was three of them that were breaking on us. And I was looking back and the other eight is still, you know, around their 18-yard yeah. yeah. box. They they were not adventurous once they got the equaliser. So Matty James overall, very comfortable game, but he was never really pressurised during a game. No. He was allowed to, you know, deliver without being particularly incisive. One thing that teams do with Tanner is they target him him on a diagonal. If you watch last couple of years with him, it's the ball over the top. Sometimes he'll get ahead on it, right? Sometimes it'll float. But they know he's susceptible to a diagonal ball over the top of him. Okay? So that's what teams do. You watch the next few home games, they will target George Tanner. We know what George Tanner is about because... Pearson obviously went out and bought McCrory to replace him. And it's unfortunate that McCrory has been injured. Um, and so it's like, otherwise, you know, he knows his limitations. He's very gamey. He's very... Tries his best and all the rest of it, but he's limited. In that situation there, for me, going to the goal, I think he sticks out of foot without any conviction there, really. Maybe that's being harsh. Maybe that's being overcritical. But guy comes in there you get caught in the netherland there don't you really yeah. you know you either are you putting the press on him or you're sitting back he didn't do either or and when the cross came in he just limply. he didn't really go for it with his body he didn't throw himself thomas Callis wise no. in front of the ball try to block it or anything like that he just stuck out a bit of a limp foot yeah. In it?
0: yeah yeah, no, and it, I agree. It's the kind of thing you see in junior football. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Ian, um, one of the comments on here. Uh, we love comments like this. You know, we're being called deluded fans by Henry. He says the manager is playing people to impose his style. As an armchair fan, well, I was actually there. You cannot know more than a manager. Never said that. Saying that we should tell managers to watch the videos is hilarious. It's not a case of telling him to watch them. I'm sure he has done, yeah. But you know, are, are we are we deluded, Ian? I don't think we are.
2: The, I mean, Liam Manning, in most of his press conferences, has talked about the time the players spend watching videos uh, because he shows them things like shape, balance. Uh, so the part of their training during the week will be in that uh, room they've got where they all sit down there and they show them a video. And a lot, all the top teams do that. I mean, Terry Venables was doing it with the England squad before uh, Euro 96. Um, as Gary Neville said when I was, uh, he was speaking about him last week, you know, you set, show up for weeks, he was showing the England team videos of Holland and how they played. And, and they said, well, what are you showing this for? He said, because if, if we do well, we'll be playing them and we've got to beat them. And lo and behold, it was one of the best games of that tournament uh, with Gary Neville talking about how uh, Venables had him playing four different positions in four different games. Slightly different, but different. So um, I understand what Henry is trying to say. um, But (laughs) if if you... What I said was he needed to talk to somebody who'd watch Bristol City a lot longer than him, i.e. somebody like Brian Tinian, who's seen us play this season. He's seen what we've tried, and he's seen what works. More importantly, he's seen what doesn't. So uh, he's also saying they play wingers more centrally, as three-numbered tens more centrally, and use the wing-backs as wing-backs. Just basics. I don't really understand what you're saying there. No. No. the, the, the fullbacks can get forward up the outside, um, in in a four, right? If they play in a three, then you you your players have pushed forward further forward and can become wingbacks. But Neil's point about they target Tanner with the diagonal, they target both our fullbacks. They were putting it over Campering for a pastime against Borough. so that th- this is exactly the same. Now on that goal, it's rotten bad luck, isn't it? he's he the the winger gets the ball he smashes it as hard as he can george tanner sticks a leg out now if he doesn't stick his leg out it probably goes across the goal and they had players in goal who may have of put it in the net or we one of our defenders might have kicked it away who knows mm. but it just finished up in the net and that yes. is you know you you see that in the premier league every week a defender sticks out a leg trying to stop across and he, he just doesn't quite get there. It goes off his studs and flies in the net. And, yeah. okay. Mark. But the, and the thing about limited ability, the, the people in the squad of, of limited ability. You could say that about the entire squad. I don't know anybody in there who I look at and think, blimey, he's the finished article. And he's brilliant.
0: Well, I think that's a bit harsh there, Ian. I mean, I would say if you go through the team, consistent performers this season have been Rob Dickey. And definitely Jason Knight, in my view. But let's come on to the additional players. Mark, yeah, I'm talking
2: about the squad, Dave. That's two right. players.
0: Squad. Yeah, well, they're two players that are accomplished, in my view. I mean, one of those two will be player of the season if they carry on the way they're going. Mark, substitutions, there uh, were, uh, what was it, three stoppages in the second half. The first was, uh, was it, four? No, three, that's right. Bell for Sykes. I mean, Viman was having a nightmare. He came off 15 minutes later tanner i know ian said he got in some good positions with crossing neil said he was targeted by them i thought he was having a mare and shot to confidence you know he just didn't seem comfortable on the ball were you happy with the the substitutes and the timing of them mark
3: um yeah nothing wrong about the timing but the you have got you've got to play with what you've got I'm, i'm not sure i'll have taken mark sykes off because he you know he looks effective uh, in a forward role, and he, and he, he normally gets shots on target, or he can play a good ball. You know, like the one he played for Conway. That's a lovely ball down the side for for Tommy. But yeah, I mean, I don't think Tommy Corn, uh, oh God Harry Cornick is, is adding anything to, to us at all. And, and Mameti, he looks scared. He looks scared of taking a player on. He, you know, when he's when he's faced up by by a by a defender, he he look he's looking to play the ball back. He really needs five yards to run into, and he's not going to get that. He's just not going to get that space to run into. But he didn't. I mean, very rarely did he try and take his man on on the outside, and he was playing on the right side. So, oh dear, I think he's running out of time. I'd like, I'd like me I would like. I like. I mean,
0: Mark. I think one of the things when they made that first substitution, I thought Tanner was was poor. I thought I always take the view that Mark Sykes does a decent job at right back. So you could have put Mark Sykes back there and kept him on the well pitch. they
3: were playing a three wouldn't they so he, he would have he would abide to play right wing back but he was playing it on the right side or he was playing one side in the four anyway mm. uh so if you'd if you'd uh if you'd have uh uh replaced tanner he'd have played on he'd have played uh in 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 the back three wouldn't he uh would he Oh, no, that's he was not right. have played. March, Sorry. No, he was. He, no. He, was playing course, right he would have played, because because would have it played was on the right side of the, the four. My apologies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I forgot and Tanner I, was it. playing on the four. He wasn't playing right back. Just, My apologies. Just, just, I mean, we played four at the back today. I was looking along the, the line from the Dolman stand. We had thought we were playing four at the back. This 3-4-3 three, three is absolute all because I think that's they picked up from what we did at Southampton uh, when we did genuinely play three because we had Naismith as a third centre-back. Sykes yeah. was knackered when he came off the field because he came off Dolman's side and he was gone. I'll tell you that now. He was knackered, uh, and there was some talk that he came off it Southampton injured. And I I noticed it Viner uh, stretched in in the second half and and wasn't moving as freely as possibly he should. So keep an eye on those two to see if they're available well, be until
0: Chris. They'll be out until the new year then, based on form. All right, Neil. Back to you, we'll wrap the game up here. Um, back to you. There's five minutes added on. I thought the referee today, Gavin Ward, was a right little shit, to be quite honest. There were four 50 50 challenges or decisions in the opening 10 minutes that I know they give preference to premiership sides. Well, Norwich ain't that no more, but you know, he puts up five minutes. I thought it could have been maybe six or seven, but you know, I, well, you were sat by me in the second half, I was shuffling off, yeah, when I saw. 90, 94 minutes 30 seconds i thought right that's it i've had enough get back to the old cars get home and have a cup of tea and whatnot and then they bloody score that, you that was the goal that incensed you really wasn't it yeah it, it is i mean basically we've you know we any of us that have
4: been in football long enough whether it's coaching or playing or whatever well, I've, I've,
0: I've only watched and according to some who listen to this podcast I'm shit at analysis so I won't say I'm in football I've okay. watched over not far short of eighty well, games I, but I know shit but so,
4: carry on so I've done three levels of the coaching badges okay. as well as playing a bit as well as Well, you, you know far I've more than thought, me <laughs> no 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 not not at all yeah yeah but Cardinal I've played centre back my Thomas who's been on this before at is centre back how tall are you Six one, six one. 6 Thomas is a SGS uh, under Dave Hockaday. Dave Hockaday there, his key thing is, do not let the bloody ball bounce. Attack the ball in the air, do not let the ball bounce, because the moment you let the ball bounce, the player that's alongside you there, you, the odds go 50-50 thereafter, don't they? Mm. Yeah, That ball is in the air, he's straddling across. Mm. He's straddling across, if you see it. Now, for me, Viner used to, oh, Doom ahead in a few years ago. There was always a mistake in it in him. And sometimes the mistakes in him were lack of concentration, lack of application, and he would be fantastic 98% of the time, but two rickets of a
0: Mm.
4: in it. Today, there were times where he just wasn't switched on. I think out of possession, when we're in possession and we're going forward. I think he switched off yeah. on, on occasion. He switched off for the ball over the top that Ashley Barnes went through on first half and should have done better with. He switched off twice uh, down um, the right hand side where he's a bit casual and got bumped out of the way by Hernandez and got through. And then the other one where he tried to do a tackle on the right hand side, very un. Um,
0: last couple of years with Viner, yeah. he's been better. Than and that. and maybe you give, than and that. you've got to give Pearson credit for that because he's turned him into a player. That was rumoured, you, you know, to, he, he was in a taxi, wasn't he? Yeah, he, well, was, he was on he, the bus. Yeah, absolutely. And then he's come back in, fair play
4: to Viner and he's got the, the new three-year contract, fair play to him. But that goal incensed me because it was just so, so avoidable. Bad. All right. The ball over the top there, you just attack it. You attack the ball when it's in the air. No. He saunters sort of across, allows the ball to bounce, And then his body shape is completely wrong. The ball's bounced up. He's now sort of like looking over Mm -hmm. his right shoulder. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know where the guy is. The guy's come in physical. Adam Nadar, who's a Republican, international D Slayer, has come in, taken it off him. Now, I thought at that stage, does he take one? Mm. Does he take him out? Does he take him Mm. out, get a red card, and we don't lose the game?
0: No.
4: The cynical element in it for me <laughs> is, does he do it? But he doesn't. And then he's running back and he must sing. There's a look on his body language. And the body language I remember from Viner a few years ago when he's made it, you know. They can't right get him. He knows he's made a ricket. You look at the, you look at it and he's like running back and he's like, I've made a complete yeah, yeah. And it's 20 seconds before the end. You just attack it. You send it to Rose Ed. Ian were, ian were
0: you incensed by that goal because it's a soft one and manic we, we, we're seeing in mm-hmm. viner
2: viner of old as neil's described it well zach viner um, i've looked at the replay since i got home and he gets caught on the wrong side um and the, the ball goes over him i mean something we weren't able to do whether that's because they defended in such a low block was get the ball in behind very often when we get the ball in behind, we can be effective. Uh, but we don't get the ball in behind very often. One of the reasons is we haven't got anybody or anybody much that can physically go past players. I'm talking about dribble, which is something you'd like to see from Mometi or Bell, but they, they can't do it. Um, and so th- the ball goes past him. I agree with Neil. He should have took one for the team. It could, the only problem being it could have possibly been a red because he was the last man. Um, well, but if he'd got him fir- It would have been red, but... Well, if he'd gotten further up the pitch when they were first together, caught all of him or something like that, not to make kicking the bloke up in the air, but caught all of him and, and had a a, um, a struggle with him, shall we say, and he didn't get away. It'd been fine. But once the ball's gone past him, the lad's quicker than he is and now there's only going to be one outcome.
0: Yeah. If, and that, uh, and that outcome- yeah. Good finish.
2: But outcome, it's
1: 2-1
0: to them. I mean, I was really... You, that's, that's the, that is the thing about watching City. They never fail to disappoint. Rarely are we feeling like we did that night when we beat Manchester United six
2: bloody years ago, that is
0: nearly now.
2: And they never felt Just a little to... bit. Dave, can I give you a bit of breaking news? Go on. Uh, this is uh, Brian Tinian. He's leaving Twitter, stroke X... Enjoyed the communication with fans. Be back when we get to the Premier League. Come on, you Reds! <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. No, that I'm right? not joking. That's that's true. I sent him a. I've replied to it and said why. Um, but yeah, it is true. It's a genuine genuine account. So he's come off. Um, he's come off Twitter, has he? Yeah. He is. Yeah. Um, other oh, well. people over here saying they uh, reply, saying, um, one, one person said, I hope that's your choice and not direction from the club. Well, um, you know, somebody else has said to him, Can't take the heat following a bad decision, but you'd be staying if Manning had won his first four. Real shame that no one at this club takes accountability. There's a chap called Owen, <laughs> um, so that'll be that'll be uh interesting, oh, that'll be, that'll interesting, be interesting to watch. I'll be interested to watch how that one develops.
3: Mark, come on! Speak. Right. Well, while we, we've been chatting, I've been watching the, uh, the the pass from Kenny McLean several times. Uh, Ida is is uh, in front in front of in front of Viner and the ball goes past. It's like a leg break, so the ball's gone past Viner on the left, and then it breaks to the right, and then Ida's past him. So, he, um, he let the ball bounce. Mark, he
4: let the ball bounce. No, he? he
3: didn't let the ball bounce because Eda's in front of the ball for the first part of it, so he can't see it. He but he Ida's run across him and then the ball bounces. He can't get past either to get to the ball, so then the ball bounces back across to the right and Eda's past him. Now, he should have been he needs he he what what he could have done is when the ball's coming, he could have he could have lent on either and Pushed him over, you win that before first the right. Oh, he? He, 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 he could have put point. him down, but he's on yeah. the wrong, he's on You've the wrong through you Yeah, go
4: he's through on the wrong
3: him. side. He's he could have gone through him, he's on the wrong side, oh, well. listeners,
0: but, viewers. We will all after this, we will but it, it's
3: like a leg, it's like a leg break analysis,
0: and we will pick it up. We'll pick, yeah. it, up. Through him. We'll pick it up later. Um, what was I going to say? Bristol City, we never fail to disappoint, and I was thinking, oh, quarter four. Great, we're gonna go up to seventh. That's really good, you know. And like we're only two points off the playoffs, then. But then you start looking at it and you think actually we're two points off sixth, and then fifth is a few points after that, and then fourth is about eleven points ahead of where we are. So we're one of twelve clubs playing for two playoff mm-hmm. positions, I think. And if we I, carry I, on I, if we I, carry on in this era of you know, manning four games in charge, one win, one draw, two defeats. We're going to be looking over our shoulder because bloody oh, QPR has started putting a few results together now. I know there's only two wins in a row, but you know it, it's 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 worrying. Um, let's pick up on some of the comments here. Um, Mark Chaffee, thoughts on Manning, questioning the culture and t- toughness of the squad in his post-game interview. And somebody's put on here, this is Spudsky on the forum, quoting Manning, it's a mindset and culture that needs to be changed regarding winning. WTF? Seriously? So Nige hadn't installed that? F off, basically. No, he hadn't. No, he, ad- right. he hadn't. Well, OK, yeah Doesn't take time to think of answers. Well,
2: if, if, he inst- if he instilled a winning culture, we'd have been winning more games, wouldn't we? All then right, I, but I this
0: bloke's not... I mean, right, Neil, are we playing... I, I thought there were glimmers against Borough and you could argue the first half against... I can't, I can't believe you. I'm just, just I'm talking about... Is... is, is Are we seeing a change? Are we seeing front foot bloody football tippy tapping? back? It's a culture change.
4: It's a culture change to the Pearson. On the pitch, where people are saying it's boring, it's a different way of playing, and that can come across as being boring. It's the type of thing where that first half, we're looking at it, and 15 minutes in, and 15, 20 minutes in, and then you get to it and you go, Stats at half time, 10 shots on goal, five on target, you know, these type of things, and you're thinking, that's not the game that I've just sort of seen, and then the Middlesbrough game, you know, three-two, and you think, Oh, great, a three-two game. No, yeah. there was something a little bit yeah. underwhelming the about atmosphere it as, as a It was spectacle. as
0: flat as a pancake with a soggy bottom today in the second half. I can see I can see the
4: movement through the midfield, the way we are passing it. The way that we are getting our forward players in advanced positions, our midfield players rather, in advanced positions in a way in which we weren't getting it with Pearson. All right. You know, we are creating
0: chances at the end of the day. We're just not taking them. All right. Ian, four games in. You know, it's four points out of eight. Uh, Sorry, four points out of 12 on the table. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. That's right. We picked up four. Um, Should we be being concerned? at all, or is this, as I've said on the thread that I've put on the OTIB that I have this, we are a work in progress, and we are having not for the first time, we're letting a manager learn his trade at a higher level, because that's what he is, he's not managed at this level before we're letting him learn at a higher level at our expense and by that, I mean, we're paying to watch, but what are your
2: thoughts, four games in? My thoughts are, are the same as they were uh, when he joined, I hope it gets better because I've been bored to death for the last two and a half years. Um, I'm sick to death of the injuries. So when he talks about uh, the culture and the winning mentality of the club, yeah, last three seasons we won 15 games. Right, there's there's 46 in a season,
3: so mm. that's
2: 31 we didn't win. All we did last season was turn four defeats into draws in terms of progress and improvement. And people are doing backflips about that and saying how great it was. Now, unless I've been in a coma for the last two and a half years, um, I, I I must have missed some of the games these people watched. It was that brilliant. Um, so it's going to take time, but I think it will also take transfer windows because some of the players at the club won't be capable of doing what he wants us to do. And he's right to talk about uh, the culture at the club, not being, a, we haven't got a winning mentality. The last time we had a, a winning mentality, a little bit under Johnson with all the money thrown at him and some of the players he had. But I would say Steve Cottrell's team was the last team yeah. that had a real winning mentality yeah. and looked like they were going to go out and batter teams. So uh, no, I mean, I I, I will have to see. I said, I'd, I'd first look at what Manning's done. After, the, uh, he's, after 10 league games and after the f- first window, because then you've played five teams home and away, roughly. You've got a balance of teams, so you'll have played some of the top ones and some of the not-so-top ones, mm. and you'll have to see how you go. But before today, <coughs> talk about Norwich being an ex-premier division side a little while ago, but, but therefore and before today, they picked up four points out of the last 18 away from home. Mm-hmm. so it didn't go in great guns for them no 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 but well,
0: he was in danger of getting a sack van, although that's three wins in the last four
2: overall not separating home and away all right So, let's, uh, so move sometimes, on. sometimes you have to you have to give somebody of a course. bit of a chance and nigel next pearson next. had two and a half years lee johnson had four and we did absolutely nothing mm. all right well does, was... or somebody can tell me what we did apart from beating man united well, no, we,
3: we, we, we say we finished. We, we finished. We finished eighth, but we never. We never really looked like getting the playoffs. And then in the twenty seventeen no. eighteen, we were we were about we were about seven. Well, or third six years ago. Yeah, in the that, turn of the year. No, no, we're just if we're just touching. We were yeah. just touching on that, and then we had a terrible second half of the season we where we couldn't that buy a year. win at home, and we dropped down to eleventh from a good position. Second
0: at New Year, and that was a year when our famous Mister Ashton said, "Well, you sometimes you we might not be ready, Jesse." Almost as if, well, you know, it's not a big deal if we don't go up. But
3: who's well, ready? Luton ready? Who's ready? Barrington, the, when they got Where in he playoffs goes. were okay. they ready? You go, you go. I rather, rather take. A, I'd rather be there and say let's let's just take one game at a time.
0: No, couple of. But we're going to talk about a couple of things before we wrap up within the next ten minutes. I have to say we never do. We used to do for a bit. We never do individual player ratings now. I really rate, and I know a lot of people do, really rate James Piercy as a local sports journalist. He's one of the few, in fact, he's probably the only one I worthy think he's of the it. That does he is. The so he's director. good luck. But it, it just shows the folly, the folly of doing, or the idiocy, or whatever word you want to put of it, of doing post match ratings. Because I read his marks for the players today, and they were all sixes bar two players. And those two players were Andy Vyman and Jason Knight. So, you know, I I just find that ridiculous. For me, I'd agree sixes. But on that basis, Andy Vyman's a five and Jason Knight's an eight. And there we go. We'll leave it at that. Mark, you wanted to bring up, and it's a question for all of you, sin bins in football. And before you say your bit on that, I've read only a, a little piece on it. And somebody said that when a player does go off, so they're down to 10 for X number of minutes, surely that's going to bring on more defensive football as everybody holds back until that player can come back on. But tell us what you wanted to say about it, Mark, and then I'll see what Neil and uh, Ian want to say as well.
3: Go. I it. think it, it, in, in theory, and what it should do is punish clubs in real time for persistent fouling. Of course, players rack up, uh, rack up uh, uh, bands, you know, single game or double game bands would be depend, depending on whether they got five or ten yellow cards uh, or uh, automatic one match suspension or three match suspension for red cards. But this cumulative fouling, taking one for the team, I think football's just got his head up his own backside. I think there's two things, really, we, as well as, as well. Is having uh, sin bins, so you're playing those clubs in real time, it wouldn't stop i wouldn't say man city or you know players that play to, you know good teams will, will will just sit back they'll just try and play their game if they can beat the opposition you know playing football they'll still do it but it needs to be accompanied by uh by stopping the clock as well it's because so you that do, you don't have subjective time because it it does seem to be a little bit subjective uh, about the amount of time that's added on at the end sorry mark
0: they were supposedly going to correct that and we were going to see Extended periods of uh, of time added on, and certainly that doesn't seem to have been the case. As well, I, I think
3: you, you do to an extent, you do to an extent. I think it was happening more at the start start of the season. Um, I mean, the World Cup we saw we saw a lot of time added, and there's been time added on for different reasons. But it does seem to quieten down a bit, you know. Spurs, you know, winning in the hundred and twelfth minute and things like All that. Right. And I think I think Brighton had a penalty claim in about the hundred about 12, about about hundred and second minute today. Okay. But I think it would it should. Club teams should be penalised in real time for persistent fouling, you know, around the block around the box because they know they can get away with it. The only way okay. the referee will be respected is if he can actually penalise players if he has the power to penalise players properly, like yeah. they do in rugby. And all this oh you we, we know, we're not we're football. It's ridiculous. It's well, I mean look of things, years to, of to look to the a goal be, line yeah. technology know, or VAR. I know he did go off
0: I know he didn't go off injured, but one of their players made a meal of uh, a tackle with his ankle when he went down. I mean, he rolled over about yeah, G- G- Well,
3: Gia went down, didn't he? I can't remember. It was G- was, he, was it? Good yeah, Gia G- Noulis. Good who, boy um, there. Ian, quick word,
0: from you, quick word from you on Sin Bins. Do you think you'll, we'll see it in, in, in our level of football within the next three years or just another
2: idea? Well, I wouldn't like, like to judge what's going within the next year, never mind the next three. I I don't. I don't think I really like it. If you want to make some improvements, like they're talking about extending VAR when they haven't got it right now. So what you don't go another three steps down the road, if you're not sure you're going in the right direction. And I think VAR is a system. It's fine. It's the interpretation by people that's wrong. Uh, Rugby is a game that stops a lot anyway. And the referee takes the test says time off and the clock literally stops. Uh, for uh and, and they treat injuries on the field of play with the game yeah. going on. Yeah yeah right now there's so so there's lots of things that you can't take from rugby and put them into football. I, I don't like the idea of a sim bin. I think it's something else for the Blooming referee to think about. If they want to do something really sensible and really simple, take timekeeping away from the referee. Good idea. Proper there, official time for the Neil Neil you'll well, so, sim bins uh from my
4: non league hat on for a moment doing the DOF role. Tool station, county football, sim bins have been around for the last couple of years. Every game says sim bins, it's always for dissent. And I'm pretty sure they're talking about this implementation not for persistent fouling, but for dissent offenses. I mean, if that was the case, Andy Vineman would be off the field half the time,
3: wouldn't he, really? I mean, when it comes to. Well, he'd yeah. have his own detached yeah. deta- with a driveway and. Uh, Who's uh, this an impression of? He'd have curtains, yeah, he'd have curtains and but, windows, wouldn't he?
4: But I'm, I'm pretty sure they're talking about the respect element of it because yeah. it's bizarre in, the, in local football and non league football and tool station. Even my subs have to wear these black bibs that say respect on them the specialist fa respect sort of bids that we have to wear and if we don't we get fined as
3: a club but don't, and, don't respect and, comes know, from i think that comes from the fact that if if the referee has the powers to, to penalize players that's where respect comes in, comes in. you well, know I, I, I think that, that's yeah, both ways isn't it the descent yeah.
4: the descent element of it yeah at the end of the day but i think uh if it's just gonna be You'll for a descent a only, that's a waste of time. All right. all when, right when, when it comes in, there's gonna be people going off all, all the right. time and coming on
2: and
0: all the rest Cut of the thing A couple more things to go on get in Then we wrap up. I did tweet uh Wes Burns, Anton Simeone, Bobby Reed, all scoring this weekend. What a goal. Oh, Wes Burns goal. Wes. What a oh goal oh my God. Wes Burns. Absolutely that enjoyed, Look, that did didn't complain about him when he left. No, but those three forwards, yeah. It was just a chance to think what might have been, yeah? I haven't seen Semenyo's or Bobby Reed's goal yet. Ian, you're old enough to remember, same as me. These, young, these other chaps with us today, a little bit younger than we are, but when the FA Cup draw took place at school, it, well, it was on a Monday at lunchtime, and I can remember being sat at the back of Miss London's biology class at Nelson School with the old... Priest. Not Miss London. Yeah, Miss London, <laughs> with the old earpiece going in. I didn't eat, I I heard I I heard somebody doing the cup draw at lunchtime who was driving into the great game. I thought it was a piss take because it just didn't seem as professional and as respectful like it used to be. But we got West Ham. What's that? Is that uh, do you think we'll be troubling the ballmaster in the fourth round Ian, or is that just a a, a break from
2: uh, the rigors of this it's, it's away from home so your money would have to be on West Ham wouldn't it? A nice stadium for our fans to go to. No doubt City will travel in numbers to go there. Um, I don't know if it'd be one of the games they pick out for television. I think that could depend somewhat on our position in the league in West Ham's. And it depends how strong a team they put out because they do tend to put out slightly weakened teams um, in the early rounds of cup competitions, FA and, uh, and they've got let's be honest, they've got big enough squads to do it. So they could easily leave f- five or six of their best players out, leave them on the bench and play the other lads against us and probably still beat us. So, um, yeah, it, it'd be interesting. And it's, you know, already I know of a, a large number of people who, who say that they're going to go up there for the for the day out and the rest of it. They're all about going on coaches, not the trains, because they think it'll be earmarked but. As left for a strike, which wouldn't surprise me. So, yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. I mean, what have we got? We've haven't got much chance, but I think Eastley turned over Reading. So why can't we go and turn over West Ham? Yeah. Do you remember we
3: played? We they beat us in the FA Cup in the promotion season, didn't they? And that was on the BBC.
5: They I'm did one 0 One 0 one yeah two, yeah
3: two, scored two, it, two, it it was scored at the uh the atio Sake. end it was scored yeah. it, it was scored in the atio end and that was yeah. when the the end was split between home and away
0: and they had their bubble machine there that day as well didn't they
3: yeah, that was um that we they were they did this stupid thing with the ball when the ball was going in the uh the south stands it wasn't completed, you know mm. they were picturing pitching these work filled go. in the ball, that looked oh, quite dear. comical. All but right. yeah, it's a nice day out. I never I'd never went to Upton Park. I wouldn't mind going there. Why not? You know, I've, I've, give us a I've chance.
4: Been, I've been a couple of times to Luton Stadium, fantastic. And and now that Crossrail is there, you go into Paddington, you get straight on the Elizabeth Line. If if it's it's alright. Well, last well, few well. times I've been there. um Twenty minutes, twenty minutes to get to Stratford from Paddington.
3: So if everything cross, cross rail I thought it would be absolutely livid. you have got honest. But, uh, but yeah, just a, just but, uh,
4: it's really good. No, it's just right, just no, it would be good. That'd be a good trip. Well,
3: i go on the coach. Might right. even try and get on coach one. Sneak on. get get you i Might get a boiled sweet if I'm
2: lucky. Go in has to Trip down memory because I just say there's some people on here have made some uh I'll call them unkind remarks about uh Brian Tinian but just to remember that as the head of recruitment it was Brian that brought in Jason Knight and Rob Dickey yeah so um saying that he 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 was a crap manager I think is a little bit unfair I put on didn't
3: he he break didn't he get Antoine Semenya as well Wouldn't he was partly responsible for him
2: yes Yes, so you know it's like anything else. Some of the recruitment will be hit, some of it will be missed. That's the will. nature of it. If, if it was that easy that you could, you know, everybody you got was a top top rate player, then wouldn't that be a great job no, to have? Absolutely but right. I, then. I think you need to need to just to put a little bit of balance in into the into yeah. the. Conversation on the other so thing, well, picking areas.
0: up on that comment, Ian, you know, I put on uh, Oted this week. I am sick of reading how crap a manager. Brian Tinian was. The season, the solitary season he had in charge, right, he missed the playoffs by one point and he had an assistant manager called Keith Millen who was on the staff and he was made to keep Keith Millen by Mr. Lansdowne. And I'm sure if Brian Tinian had had an experienced head alongside him, right, it could have been very different. The, other thing, the, that he had, season, the other thing that he had, start the David... Season, start Sorry. the following season, Tinian, it didn't go well, they didn't buy well that summer, I think over the first 11 games, they won one, drew three, lost seven, and that culminated in that win. But some managers since Tinian have had a lot worse runs than him. So I'm not defending Tinian massively, but let's get the facts right. Look at the one season he had in charge. Do you you remember the other
3: thing that he had at the end of that season? Leroy Lita... I think he'd scored a brace or a hat-trick at, at Torquay and because he mouthed off, I think he, he got, he got a retrospective ban. So he was missing for the games at the end of that season. So uh, yeah. he talked, he talked himself into a ban and I think we lost him and we, we missed out. All right.
0: Okay. Just to finish from each of you then start with you, Neil, then you Ian and then Mark two games up north, one in Lancashire, one in Yorkshire. Yeah, is that yeah. right? Huddersfield and Blackburn? Yes. Huddersfield, a little bit resurgent. Don't know how they got on yesterday, but they did win at Sunderland. And I think they drew against Leicester, is that right, I think, recently? Anyway, but Blackburn, two tough games up north, right? It's yeah. going to be cold out there. What's your predicted points haul from that little sortie?
4: <laughs> I don't know at the moment. I
0: mean, until we start scoring
4: some goals and we're creating the opportunities, I mean, but. If we get the focus back, we've got a week now to sit down. Let's sort out these individual areas that have started creeping in uh, mm. at the end of the day, because we're not suddenly a bad team at the end of the day. And creatively, you know, at some stage, hopefully it's going to click. Hudders both, both are winnable games. Uh, Smodics will score. Yeah, of course he will. But the um, But other than that, I think they're both winnable. Okay. Really. So, you're, but so what's your happens. what's your prediction for the two games? Well, the the daft thing is, Manning today relating it, he just he just said, um, "Oh, the three games just had. Oh, you know, if we'd have got four points in these three games, um, that would have been, you know, because re- they tough games. Them, tough games." And you're like, Liam, every game in a championship is a tough game. Yeah, there are no easy games. So right. If you think that we've just had three tough games. And four
0: points will be all right. Yeah. What's this slog? It's He's a slog. A anybody, anybody i tell you don't
4: you think Liam
5: anything Manning anything could
0: really do with like an experienced head alongside him an older statesman? Somebody like uh Nigel Pearson, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Ian,
2: the, yeah, the journey yeah, the
0: journeys north. What you got what what's what's your prediction?
2: Two points, two draws in. Um, yeah, looking at Huddersfield, they played Swansea. Uh they had 23% possession in that game um but they still managed to have five shots with three on target and force a corner swansea at 19 corners to their one but still only had five shots on target against others field three so looking at looking at how they um how they line up uh it's a 5-4-1 so um It'd be it'd be interesting. They've got a good centre back in in Helic there, and two other spirits mm. guys in Pearson in Lees. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, none of but none of these games none of these games are easy. Um, and and uh, but I I would have thought if we could go up there and, and draw each game, I don't think that'd be uh, that'd be too bad. Although obviously I want to go up there and try and yeah, win them. Absolutely, back, you know, and then that would give us we, what
0: six, six six points from
2: uh, if we. Well, if we try and win them both, and we finish up drawing, that's fine. But I don't want us uh, going up there and pulling up pulling up the drawbridge because they're not pull up the drawbridge teams. They are beatable, but they're both teams that could they could be particularly Blackburn. They're teams at home where they score a few goals. They could beat us, but unless we sort our, we've got two major problems at the moment: injuries and goal scoring. And those are the two things we've got to focus on and sort out. Okay.
0: Okay. Mark, your thoughts? I mean, Ian, Neil's saying these are two games that we could win, so he's not really committed himself. Ian said two, uh, two draws, which two draws. looks good because it's good. You're unbeaten, but then that would mean the first seven games have produced seven points for the new manager, hardly the top six that uh, our owner owner's son says that we have a squad capable of achieving that. How do you think it's going to go in Yorkshire and Lancashire in the coming week?
3: Well, we need to build some. We need to build some form. And if we'd have won today, that'd have been our third home win in a row. When, we, when have we done? When have we done that in the last few years? But I think two points would be a good return. Huddersfield teams would turn the corner. They've they've drawn two and won one of their last three games. Bar, uh, Blackburn have won two of the last three, losing four two to Birmingham yesterday. Sammy Smolik's top goal scorer in the championship. Possibly didn't get you know a, a run of games with us before we sold them to Peterborough. Peterborough got a habit of uh, of um, people might say, people might say you know polishing rough diamonds. Look what they did with Ivan Tony. Mm-hmm. They 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 you know they 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 recruit well and they sell on and they sell on for for a big for a big profit. So we beat in Blackburn twice in the last uh, two two seasons with Andy Vyman's, uh, uh shot a couple of seasons ago last season. Uh, we won. Uh, we won three two, um, with some great. We scored some great goals. Mm. Um, I think there was one from from uh, Andy Andy Vyman, from a great team move down the right. I think uh, Wells scored one as well, and then there was another oh. one. We you know we looked really good. Three one, we look we look well in control until they scramble one. I think a draw would be good there. Blackburn on a Tuesday night not great. Huddersfield beatable last season was a horrible 0-0 draw if yeah. you remember. When uh, one of the early Warnut games, and I think we got kicked. James was kicked, I think by uh, by I think it was by Pearson actually earlier on. He should have, he could have been sent off for that. Very bad, very bad mm. challenge. it's shin, it shin level. But yeah, mm. w- will anybody want to win that game if they're playing 5-4-1 and we're a counter attacking team? They'll they'll just put the ball in the centre spot and wait for somebody to kick it. Will they? Well, is that what's going to happen? I think it
0: would be great. <laughs> a bit like water polo, they'll swim away you know, from the ball. I, I I think if we win one and lose one that would be great. Two draws, as Ian said.
3: Well, we don't, we don't, we don't like bossing possession, do we? The no, I'm, I'm just talking stats. about a result. I'm just talking about yeah. The well, I take I two points. Anything. I take two points now, but yeah, we're we're capable of beating beating Huddersfield. Uh, Blackburn I don't think we got as good a side as we've filled it up there the last two seasons but who knows but we've got to score goals we've got to start scoring goals
0: that is a problem scoring goals okay everybody thanks a lot those of you that have watched us live on uh, X and on YouTube uh, touching a record audience for some of the uh, some of the duration obviously people can't stand us for the full hour sorry
2: Ian. just a just a quick point um, you're talking about comments unless you've got a premium account on x you're not allowed to put any comments on there while you're watching live. so that's right. an interesting one that that's interesting. something i only only found out today mm. there you go
3: all right well but don't criticize um... elon musk because you know he'll just give you an earful i mean he told all those advertisers where to go this week didn't he and uh, they didn't like yeah. it so uh all they right said, well what, what, we won't we... we have that then
0: we will be back uh, with our review of the Huddersfield game at six o'clock next uh, Saturday. Yeah. So uh, those of you that are tuner in, we'll be doing that. And then Blackburn away is on a Wednesday, Tuesday night, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll,
4: yeah,
0: we'll be doing that one probably at nine o'clock on the Wednesday morning. But uh, boys have got a week off uh, before the action, say, starts coming thick and fast. Before we know where we are, well, it'll be four games time. We'll be at the halfway stage of the season. And that uh, 12th position, 11th, 12th, 13th, is looking good. If uh, we sort of maintain where we are, if there's any slippage, then we're sort of, I think we're down in the 14th, 15th, 16th. We shall see. Everybody, thanks a lot for uh, listening and all your comments. And uh, we'll see you again soon. All the
5: best. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.
2: everybody. Goodbye.
5: I've been unlucky, really I ain't got a thing. There's a time I always feel happy, as happy as a king. When the red, red robin comes bob, 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 and along, along. There'll be no more sobbing when he starts throbbing his old sweet song. Oh, wake up, wake up, you sleepyhead. Get up, get up, get out of bed, cheer up cheer up, the sun is red, live, love, laugh and be happy, what if I've been blue, now I'm walking through fields, a flowers. rain may glisten, but still I listen, for hours and hours, I'm just a kid again, doing what I did again, singing a song, when Richard robins are bob-bob-bobbing along. Red, red Robin come bob-bob-bobbing along, along. There'll be no more sobbing when he starts robbing his old sweet song. Oh, wake up, wake up, you sleepy head. Get up, get up, get out of bed. Cheer up, cheer up. The sun is red Live, Love, laugh and be happy. What a vibing blue. Now I'm walking through fields A flower. Rain may glisten, but still I listen for hours and hours. I'm just a kid again doing what I did again singing a song. When The, pop
1: the TalkSport fan Network is proudly teaming up with free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you still the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order the McDelivery now in the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times delivery and times supply. See McDonald's.com.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk sport Powered by fans.